This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 8th of July. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Eleanor Sherwood. Former Japanese Prime Minister shot during a speech. And then there's a kind of puff of smoke almost, white smoke visible to the left. And then in the next still image, Shinzo Abe is on the ground being being tended to by, by people looking very concerned. And Russia has a warning for the West. We are hearing that they want to defeat us on the battlefield. What can I say? Let them try. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We begin in Japan, where former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has died after being shot whilst giving a speech in the city of Nara. Mr Abe was shot at twice during his talk, causing him to fall to the ground. The Times of London's correspondent in Tokyo, Richard Lloyd Parry, told us how it's happened. Images being shown on television show a, a kind of show him first of all standing, holding a microphone, giving a speech outside. And then there's a kind of puff of smoke almost, white smoke visible to the left. And then in the next still image, Shinzo Abe is on the ground being being tended to by, by people looking very concerned. Richard Lloyd Parry also told Times Radio there are reports a shotgun was used, with gun violence a rare occurrence in Japan. This kind of crime is is really exceptionally rare in Japan. That The number of attacks, let alone murders, carried out with guns in Japan, you, you can count on the fingers of one hand virtually. Gun ownership is very, very low. Guns are, are simply not available to people, uh, you know, even, even sports people, although shotguns are more widely used in the countryside for hunting and, and, and that kind of thing. The Japanese public broadcaster NHK says a male suspect has been detained while Shinzo Abe was rushed to hospital. The ex-governor of Tokyo, Yoichi Mazuzoe, tweeted that Japan's former leader was in a state of cardiopulmonary arrest, meaning his heart and lungs were not working. The Fire and Disaster Management Agency confirmed that Mr Abe had a bullet wound on the right of his neck and also suffered subcutaneous bleeding under the left part of his chest. Japanese media later confirmed that the 67-year-old had indeed passed away from his wounds. Shinzo Abe was making a campaign speech for a candidate ahead of Sunday's election for the parliament's upper house. To Russia now, where President Vladimir Putin has issued a warning to the West. He said Russia's invasion of Ukraine has barely begun and has dared the West to beat him on the battlefield. We are hearing that they want to defeat us on the battlefield. What can I say? Let them try. We have often heard that the West wants to fight us until the last Ukrainian. It's a tragedy for the Ukrainian people, but it looks like it's heading in that direction. But everybody should know that, largely speaking, we haven't even yet started anything in earnest. Whilst accusing the West of fueling hostility, President Putin insisted that his country is ready for sit-down talks. He said that the longer the war goes on, the harder it will be to reach a deal. But the Kremlin's demands aren't small. It wants the Ukrainian capital Kyiv to acknowledge Russian sovereignty over the Crimea Peninsula, which it annexed from Ukraine eight years ago. As well as that, it's demanding the independence of some Moscow-backed separatist regions, as well as an acceptance of the gains Russia's made on the ground since the start of the war. Russia's offensive is continuing after claiming control of the Luhansk province. 
But Ukraine is not giving up the fight either. President Vladimir Zelensky says the recapturing of Snake Island in the Black Sea shows the country will not be broken. Here's his message of hope, which he issued to mark 134 days of war. And if the dragon that had half the world trembling is to be slain, and if it befalls us to be the underdog who was given three days to survive, and now we're fighting for the fifth month, that means we're able to do it. On the way, the Pamplona Bull Running Festival is back, and Sorrento's mayor leaves tanning tourists in tears. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Despite a rally cry to his Ukrainian troops, the country's leader, Vladimir Zelensky, has also spoken of his sadness as the British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, announced his resignation on Thursday. The Secretary of the Committee on Foreign Affairs and Deputy Head of the Ukrainian Delegation at NATO, Solomir Bobrovska, told Times Radio that throughout the Russian invasion, Boris Johnson had been one of Ukraine's strongest allies. Of course we are worrying, but we believe in institution and in um, in state position that the existential, who is the existential enemy to the West? And I think that this five months, what Johnson showed on the international arena, he was, he was honest. And I wish the next prime minister uh, who could replace him, he would be the same in this terms. Johnson had been hailed as a hero in the country, and President Zelensky spoke of his citizens' personal gratitude towards Britain's leader. But Zelensky seemed to be alone in his support of Mr Johnson, with papers around the world labelling Brexit embarrassing and saying he left with neither honour nor friends. The Prime Minister was forced to resign after a series of scandals ultimately led to over 60 of his own party to quit their roles in government. He confirmed the move outside 10 Downing Street. It is clearly now the will of the Parliamentary Conservative Party that there should be a new leader of that party and therefore a new Prime Minister. He also spoke of his regret at having to leave office. I want you to know how sad I am to be giving up the best job in the world. But them's the breaks. Leonie Kievsky, a reporter at Politico who covers EU-UK relations, told Times Radio the reaction in Brussels is not like Zelensky's. I've been talking to EU diplomats um, from several countries, um, to the Commission, to to different um, officials. Um, and to be honest, the mood here is essentially the one of relief. Um, so everyone I've spoken to is uh, saying that this should have happened way earlier, essentially. Um, and but mixed with that is essentially an anticipation of what's what's going to happen next. Britain and indeed the world's attention is now turning to who comes next. Boris Johnson has said he will be out by October, though some rivals want him gone sooner. The contest for his successor is likely to be intensely fought and many countries are hoping for someone with a slightly different approach. No frontrunners for the new prime minister have been established. For the first time in two years, this sound returned to the streets of Pamplona. The famous San Fermín bull running festival in the Spanish town started on Wednesday, the first since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Thousands of revellers wearing white and waving red flags and handkerchiefs packed into the town square.
The runs see six purpose-bred fighting bulls chase runners through Pamplona's narrow cobbled streets over a stretch of 800 metres. These people were happy to see the festival return. We didn't know what to expect at the beginning of the year. I live here in Pamplona. At the beginning we thought it was going to be more of a local thing, that people from Spain were going to come. But as you can see, it's pretty much the same as the other years. I'm really excited about that. However, the event isn't without its controversy. Following the runs, the animals are corralled into a bullfighting ring during the evening where they are killed. Animal rights groups want the festival banned for good. On Wednesday, dozens of protesters wore dinosaur costumes and chanted bullfighting is prehistoric. The runs also pose a very real risk to the people taking part. At least 16 have died over the years, with the last casualty being a man who was gored by a bull in 2009. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest updates from the tennis at Wimbledon, here's John Jackson. Nick Kyrgios is through to the Wimbledon tennis final after his semi-final opponent, Rafa Nadal, was forced to withdraw from the tournament completely through injury. The 22-time Grand Slam champion suffered a 7mm abdominal tear during his quarter-final match on Wednesday. The Spaniard admitted he was left with no other option than to end his hopes of a calendar Grand Slam. It's obvious that if I keep going, the, the injury is going to be worse and worse. And that's the thing that I, I, I can say now and feel very sad to say that. Australian Kyrgios will be waiting for the winner of today's only semi-final as number one seed Novak Djokovic takes on Britain's Cam Norrie. Meanwhile, the women's final will be contested between Kazakhstan's Yelena Rybakina and Tunisian Ons Jabor. Neither player has won a Grand Slam before. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. In a sad day for Hollywood, the well-known actor James Kahn has died at the age of 82. Kahn, who portrayed Sonny Corleone in The Godfather, or who younger listeners may know as Buddy the Elf's dad in Elf, passed away on Wednesday. His family thanked fans on Twitter for an outpouring of love and heartfelt condolences. Khan was a leading man in Hollywood throughout the 1970s, whose career spanned decades, and he was nominated for an Oscar, an Emmy, and four Golden Globes. The New Yorker, known for his partying lifestyle, was married four times and leaves behind five children. And finally, fancy catching a tan in a two-piece? Well, you better avoid Sorrento. The Italian resort town has banned tourists from walking around in their swimsuits or without a shirt on in a bid to stop what the mayor has called widespread indecorous behaviour. Sorrento's Massimo Coppola said that bare flesh was upsetting for locals and damaged the town's image. Visitors to the coastal town, which overlooks the Bay of Naples, could be fined up to 500 euros if they don't cover up. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 8th of July. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. 
This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.